0: Behind the curtain, Tish actually read the book. You got two expertises from the list? Sorry, what did you uh, You actually read the book. I just vaguely skimmed it. So I'm just winging it here.
1: today we will be playing Pitcrawler, a two-player game by McGovern & Company. My name is Tish, my pronouns are they-them, and with me today I have... Rue, my pronouns are zee Pitcrawler is, in the words of its makers, a over-the-top grim fantasy game, but with progressive lefty values. Wizards rule everything, but you'll never be one of them. There are dangers everywhere, but great rewards to be won. No thinking creature is evil, but they have their own shit going on. There are loads of gods, but they're not going to help you. The tone is what you make it, and the word is yours. So we'll be creating uh, our own word on the spot. Um, This is not a prepared game. For this game, we will be rolling up the adventure title and the character. So everything is up to chance. I don't know what's going to happen yet. And we'll have a think about it once we have rolled that up. Once we have settled on something that is true in this world, it will keep staying true. So we're not going to change whatever we have said. And if we ever continue playing in this world, that means those things will still be true. Because of this there is also very little you need for the game. You need some creativity, you need pen and paper, and you need a couple of dice. After that you can just get started! Pitcrawler is currently being crowdfunded on Indiegogo. The campaign runs until the 26th of May. And there are lots of interesting rewards to get from backing the project, of course there is. The book, which is available both digital and physical. There are also adventures available, which again are available both uh, digital and physical. Uh, Adventure bundles are pre-written scenarios that you can use to play the game without having to come up with it yourself. There's also extra stuff that lets you play the game easier, such as inventory sheets and character sheets. There's also a deluxe edition, which isn't, as the name suggests, a very luxurious version of the book. Instead, it's a old-school game book, which is, um, has a probably better look, which will not have the art, but which w- you will be able to put in your pocket and carry with you everywhere, and it's okay if it gets beaten up or on. Then there are two special tiers which let you uh, name a wizard and create a wizard for the world which will then be put into uh Pit Crawler and there is the opportunity to play a game with either Johnny or Sasha of Pit Crawler. We greatly recommend backing on that level because playing a game with Johnny or Sasha is immense fun as we can say from experience. You're also able to hire them for uh, to run a game for you via, via their website. Which is what we did in the past and which is a great experience and we strongly recommend go back to crowdfunding campaign before the 26th of May. Um, So I think we might just start with rolling up the adventure title and then start with rolling up the character and then go through the stats and things like that as we come across them? Yep. Perfect. So I'm gonna go to the adventure title generator table.
0: I'm assuming it's a giant table. They like tables. It is
1: a giant table. I. It's a couple of... Uh, okay, so first off we're gonna roll for the format, which ah, is, for yes, example, a noun of the adjective noun, uh, but there are a couple of more of those possibilities. Then we're gonna roll for the words that are gonna be in that, and those vary between d20s and d100s. So there are quite a few tables. Quite big tables. So first off, I'm gonna roll a d6 for the format. Um, our adventure title is gonna be in the form of adverb, the noun, noun. Can I roll one? I wanna roll one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, roll an adverb, so that's a d20. Um, Assault on. Assault on. Alright, then a noun. Festival. Do you wanna roll the last noun?
0: Yeah. Assault on the festival flame. All right, assault
1: on the festival of flame, or the festival flame.
0: I like the festival flame. Either- you, somebody you just beat up a flame in the middle of the festival, and that really gets me.
1: All right. So the first thing we're gonna do is uh, roll the qualities. The qualities are the stats you have for this game. There are five different qualities. Those are fists, feet, fingers, face, and heart fists are used for anything that uses strength so they can be used quite literally for fists for fighting, punching, stuff like that but they can also be used for pushing a barrel or uh, swinging on something stuff like that for feet is anything that that requires you to be quick on your feet this can be both literally or metaphorically so it could be escaping, running away from something it could be dodging something uh, and similar stuff fingers is more, yeah being good with your fingers so it could be for picking a lock but it could also be uh, picking a pocket or it could be crafting something or using a machine. Face is the way you present yourself to people so it could be um, it could be stuff like singing but it could also be convincing someone to help you or in some cases even be uh, sex appeal if that's the route you want to go. That is not the um, route I will be going. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last quality is heart and heart is basically your will to do stuff. So you can put your heart into a roll and that means that you roll your heart quality as well as the other quality that's being rolled and you add that to your score. Heart is also used for magic items. So what we're gonna do for rolling the qualities is you're gonna roll a d10 and each of the five qualities is gonna have uh, numbers assigned to them. So the first, first quality, which is Fist, has a 1 and a 2. So if you roll 1 or 2, that's Fist. If you roll 3 or 4, that's Feet, etc.
0: And I rolled a 1. So does that right. just mean that, that fists is
1: d10? Yes, that means you have a d10 in Fist. So whenever Fist comes up, you roll that d10. So unlike often in TTRPGs, you have a number that you add to your roll in a stat or quality. In this case, a quality has a die type, which means you roll a specific die when you need to use that stat. So we're gonna next roll a d8 for the remaining four stats. And then again, uh, skip the one we've already got and count by two uh, which one the d8 is gonna be in.
0: Okay, so I do have a question about this because it says next roll a d8, half the result. Rounding up, and count down that many spaces. Oh, count down that many spaces. Okay, I've yes. <laughs> I figured it out. Yes. Um, two, so one. So fists again, so roll again.
1: No, 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 we're going to skip that, because there's four oh, uh, so left, then the next which is, is why feet? we're rolling a d8.
0: So it's, yeah, the next one is feet. Okay, I thought you just had to roll again. So d8. Nope.
1: Uh, if you would roll again, if you got uh a one or a two in this case, then you would never get to nine or ten yeah because you would never get to the fifth space I rolled another two if you rolled so, a D8.
0: um I might get rid of this dice forever uh d6 for fingers um ah that's a six we're doing better so that is that would a d six in heart these no because you have it so wouldn't it be a d6 in face? Oh wait, no, No, because it's the third one one that we haven't used
1: yet. Because we've already used fists and feet, so it's the third one we haven't used Ah, yet. Ah,
0: okay. I've connected the D wouldn't it be Six. D six and heart. Okay. And then Roll a D four? Oh, roll a D four now.
1: Did you roll a d8 again for the last one? Ye- or did you roll a d6? Yeah, I rolled a d8. Okay, sh- shall we? Maybe we should just start again and maybe that's easier.
0: No, but I like my scores! Okay. Okay, let's do it this way. We're gonna break the rules. Um, So, for either- so fingers is gonna be a 1 or a 2 and face is gonna be a 3 or a 4 and I'm gonna roll a d4. Basically flipping a coin with the dice version. I'm confused. <laughs> so one of the one of the fin- either fingers or face is going to be a D4. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Um so if I roll a 1 or a one 2 1 2 is fingers, is fingers and 3, and four three is or 4 is face for the D4 and then the other one is going to yeah. be the D12. Correct. That's a 3, so face is D4 and fingers is D12. Okay.
1: So there are five different stats and five different dice types. We have a d4 to d12, so you saw that we first rolled a d10 and then a d8, then a d6, then a d4. That means there's one stat stat left which gets
0: the d12. So uh, So my fists is d10, feet is d8, fingers is d12, face is d4, and heart is d6.
1: Alright, so for character creation, the game is set up so that you can roll it randomly, which is the recommended way to do it, but of course there is the freedom that if you want to play a specific character, that you can choose your background instead of rolling it. But I think for now we're gonna roll it so that we use the random aspect of the game. Which means, uh take the background table and roll a d100. Yes. So
0: I rolled a 34. These dice are a little hard to read. but I. I still support them, which is an engineer, which is interesting. All right,
1: each background has a couple of expertises listed next to it and also a couple of items. So you get both of the items listed and from the expertises you choose, I believe, two of them. Let me double check that. If there's a start expertise, you definitely have
0: to choose that one and then you can pick an extra from the others. I spelled engineer wrong. That's fine. So, the chalk and the measuring tape are two of my items in my four item slots? Correct. I believe you have five item slots, but one of them is gonna be a weapon. Yes, you are correct. I have no idea how to play an engineer. This is outside of my himbo category! <laughs> <laughs> you can be an himbo engineer. I'm gonna be good at drawing and woodwork.
1: Alright, let me double check if you get two or three expertises. Because you definitely get the first one, which has a star at it.
0: Oh, mechanical devices. I missed that. Yes. I thought I got to choose two.
1: So you can uh, pick the one that's start, uh, the mechanical devices, and then one other from the list. Yeah,
0: okay, so I'm good at mechanical devices and drawing. Which I kind of like to picture as I'm good at mechanical devices, as in, like, I'm really good at picking locks and things. Which fits, because fingers is D12. But also... I'm a fantastic caricature artist. (laughs) Nice. Um, Okay. Then something... oh wait, back up. To character... Yeah, I've got that one in front of me, so
1: if you keep the table in front of you, we should be good.
0: Oh, for the items?
1: Yes, but also the expertise, because you're gonna get one more expertise that's rolled randomly. Unless you really want to pick something. Oh, okay. Mm,
0: No, background okay okay i thought i picked one i thought i got mechanical devices and then i picked one from the engineering
1: yes that's correct you get two from your background and then you get one more Ah. that you have picked up through life
0: which is a random one okay which i rolled a hundred on oh i have fantastic news do tell i'm good at acrobatics acrobatics (laughs) amazing oh this is phenomenal i am just a rogue the only two characters I ever play are himbos and rogues. Why am I like this? We even rolled randomly, the universe knows. <laughs> All right, and what were the two items you picked up from being an engineer? Um, I have chalk and measuring tape. I like to imagine the chalk Perfect. is like, you know, um gym- gymnasts, how they cover their hands in chalk. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I have instead of like a stick of chalk, cuz who needs that, am I right? Mm-hmm. Um, And then I'm rolling for items as well. Oh, this is phenomenal. Do I only get one random item or do I get you two? You get two random items. Okay, well, one of them is a fishing rod. Perfect. And the other is... torches, which is actually helpful. Do I roll for a starting companion? No, you get to
1: pick a starting companion and you also get to pick a weapon. Each level one character gets... 5 item slots, 4 of these are already filled up by items the 5th one is gonna be a weapon next to that the uh, adventurer also gets a companion during the game you can pick up companions to add to your roster and between games or if you are in the area where one of your companions is you can swap out companions companions can aid you with rolls but if you let a companion aid you they are also in danger Well, normally if you don't uh, let them help you they will also be out of danger So how it's going to work when we're going to roll is when there is something that isn't automatically going to succeed, I'm going to set a difficulty. The difficulty is going to vary between no sweat, which is an automatic success and actually impossible, which can only be made possible with the use of items or expertises. So each difficulty adds a free to what needs to be rolled to uh, succeed. So the first difficulty after No Sweat is Simple, which is a difficulty of 3. The next one is a difficulty of 6, etc. Until you get to Inconceivable, which is a difficulty of 18. There are two more levels above that, which are an automatic failure if you don't uh, bring down the level. You can bring down the difficulty by using a relevant expertise and or a relevant item. You can use at most one expertise and at most one item and you don't use it up. If you say, for example, have to go down a mineshaft and you have a rope, you can use that rope to go down the mineshaft and you will still have that rope after. And that lowers the difficulty of going down the mineshaft with one difficulty still with three points. If you also have an expertise, so say for example you've been a miner in the past, then you get to lower it another three points, another one difficulty.
0: Okay, I have found the weapons table. It is not a roll four situation. It is no. You can choose yes, but I have to. So um, there's a mechanic where you roll a d twenty. Where I don't have one of those, so I'm rolling two d tens f- to find out how many pennies you have, and then from there you can yes. buy weapons and armor and things. You, you
1: get a weapon. You get oh, a I weapon. just get
0: a weapon. Okay, yes, I you would do. like a dagger. Perfect.
1: And a dagger is a precise weapon or a finesse weapon?
0: Uh, precise
1: uh precise weapons are using uh feet.
0: Ah. Okay. Well, what uses fingers? I want a weapon that uses fingers. That makes most sense. Uh um, would it be throwing? It would be bow or gunpowder weapons. Ah. Okay, can I switch it to short bow then or yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to be unrealistically tall. I'm going to have a long bow. I said I was going to go with what's the most fun. And now I'm power gaming a little bit. <laughs> That's, That's okay. Alright, I'm going to roll for my pennies. I don't know if it does anything, but I want pennies. Um, I have 18 whole pennies. Alright. That's so many pennies. It is. And then I choose a companion. Yes. Which, it makes the most sense to go with the charmer. Um, who would help me pass a face test of 9 or lower because my face score is so low. I, I'm not going to go through the whole list of companions. That would take a long time. and Yeah. Is that all the setup? Do we do
1: it all? Almost. Another thing that's good to know about rolls is that dice can explode. This means that if you roll the highest number possible on a die type, that you can roll the number again. So if you roll d6 and you get a six, then you can roll your dice again and this can continue. So theoretically you could be rolling four sixes in a row and then have 24 plus points on your roll. There is also a very interesting mechanic in this game, which is the thump mechanic. Since this game is inspired by old fantasy game books, the choose your own adventure type books, there is a thump mechanic, which is basically if you were to put your thump in the book, Um, when you make a choice, then you can go back to the last page where you made a choice and make a different choice. So in this game, you're gonna have between 0 and 3 thumps and 1 is the most common uh, amount of thumps. What a thump does is when you say you want to use a thump it means that you basically have a save point. The save point expires after either 10 minutes of real time have passed or if you decide to keep the result of a roll. If you want to use your thump and go back to that save point That means you have to make a different choice. So whatever happens after the thump won't happen. But you need to make a different choice. You can't just use it to re-roll and do the same thing. How many thumps do you want, Ru? Between zero and three. One. One thump? Yeah.
0: So I have a... I'm gonna write that down before I forget it. And then I I will answer my question. I won't answer my question. Because it's a question that I have. You will answer it for me. (laughs) Okay. Um... It's now been longer than one singular second, so I have forgot. Oh, can I just declare a save point at any given point in time? Yes. Okay. I want to save here right now. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yes, let's do it. Let's. Well, I wouldn't use my thumb, right? It's just a save point, and then I can go back and do it. You have to make a different choice after. Yeah, I haven't made any decisions yet. I won't use it. Yeah, I don't but it expires it works. after
1: it expires after 10 minutes of real time, and that means okay. you can only use it oh, once. Oh,
0: so if I come to a, a spot where I'm like, "What the fuck decision do I make here?" Then I can save and then make a decision and then do the thing.
1: Yeah, you can also use it to like try something more reckless than you normally would, so that ah. if it doesn't work out, you can like go back and choose a safer option. On that note, pitcrawler is quite a world of peril. Um, this means that you could be thrown against, say, a dragon if that so happens to be what's going on. Um, even if you're a level one adventurer, and it's up to you how you deal with that. Obviously, there you're not going to be able to fight a dragon as a level one adventurer, so but you, you might be I able have a fishing to do. Rod. You have a fishing rod. You might be able to do different things. Uh, This also means that it's quite uncommon for adventurers to live super long. If you play a full campaign of this game, that means you have 10 different scenarios, each of which has a new uh, scenario title, and each of which levels Yeah, after you successfully complete an adventure, the character levels. But it's quite unlikely that you make it that far. But we'll see how it goes, we'll see what happens after this one. Is there anything else you need to know for now, Ru?
0: Um, I think that that is it. Alright. Um, We've
1: talked a bit about what's on the character sheet Um, There are also a few things that are not on the character sheet One of those things is intellect Uh, Your character doesn't have a specific intelligence Anything you can come up with, your character can come up with You can of course play a character dumber than you are But it won't be easy to play a character smarter than you are Because it uses your own intelligence Uh, There's also no perception on the sheet This means that I will try to describe things as fully as possible um, but on a base level dependent on what expertise is and what items you have if you want to know more you get to ask questions you're free to ask as many questions as you like and uh, this can also bring new things into play so if you ask about well we'll, we'll see how it
0: goes but <laughs> I have come up with so we've rolled all the stats and everything I have come up with a character name in this short period of time because I thought I would come up with one in the moment um, really see what hits. Um, their name is Rox McGee. They are non-binary. McGee. Yeah, as That's in perfect. Rox is in the item, and then McGee is in like MC, capital G E E. They are unusually tall. They're about like six five. Just cause very gangly. Um, don't quite know what to do with all their limbs, but like they're good at it. Um, because they are very dexterous. Brown hair, brown eyes.
1: Important question, what race are you? Because you can play any sentient race you want, and any sentient race is treated equally. That doesn't mean they're all good, obviously, just like there are humans that aren't good, not uh, not any other race is necessarily good, but they won't be necessarily evil either. I...
0: In my soul, I know this isn't gonna work. And you're gonna say no, but can, can I play a six foot five halfling?
1: A six foot five halfling? Would you be would that be like a half human half No, that doesn't work either. Is that like a halfling giant breed? How how does this- work? I don't know, but I I enjoy the concept. A six foot five halfling. Noting it down.
0: Maybe I'm actually just an elf that was raised in a halfling family, so I'm like, oh yeah, no, totally, I'm a halfling, but I'm six foot five, don't worry about it.
1: I think this is something we'll figure out during play. Perfect. There are no inherent benefits or detriments to playing any specific race, all races are equal. Another thing that isn't on the character sheet is defense. In this game, the player will always be the one rolling, Except for cases where something needs to be determined where the player is not involved in or has to be determined randomly. So for example, if Rue were to ask me whether a dragon encounters is awake, I could roll a die to see whether the dragon is awake or not instead of designing it myself. But anything involving the adventurer will be rolled by Rue. So when Rox is attacking uh, an enemy, the enemy won't roll to attack to attack Rox. Rox will instead uh, see how well they do in the fight, and that will determine how many damage they take, rather than uh, the enemy rolling.
0: Genuine question: Is Rox too close to Rue? Should I change it? <laughs> it is a little close, but we can work with it. Because <laughs> I just remember that people do sometimes call me Rox. It'll be fine, you know? Mistakes were made, but, you know, in TTRPG, when you make a mistake, you just gotta double down sometimes. And I think now is one of those
1: times. (laughs) I think we've discussed everything uh, we needed to discuss. I'm gonna need a little bit to... uh, Oh, there's one more question I need to ask of you. The hook of the adventure. Do you want your character to be uh, forced into adventure,
0: or is your character seeking adventure out? Um, I think I am seeking, I'm seeking adventure. I'm not forced into it. I have 18 whole pennies. Um, but, uh, my friend actually borrowed several of those. I'm forced into it. You know what happened? Here's what happened. Um, I had 18 pennies and then I loaned my friend some pennies and he, uh, lost them, so now I need more pennies, because I only have like three left, but mechanically I have 18 pennies, and everybody s- thinks I have 18 pennies, don't even worry about it. So I need to get back up to my 18 pennies. So do I know, down that you secretly have only three
1: pennies? <laughs> yes. Three copper pennies. Alright. Oh, I mentioned it very briefly in the words of the creator about the game, but this world is basically ruled by wizards and the adventurer uh, is not able to become a wizard themselves because wizards are... they're basically the upper ruling class and it takes a lot of time and a lot of money to uh, become a wizard, to study to be a wizard. Theoretically anyone could be it but because it takes so much time and money and because obviously those wizards are gatekeeping the money and one of the first things they often do when they become a full-fledged wizard is create more money. That means it's basically impossible to become a wizard. Uh, These wizards are often interfering with the lives of common folks. If you're lucky, you will be living in an area where basically the wizard is leaving you alone and there's a temperate climate and things are fine. But there are often enough uh, wizards with realms which are... Stuff like it could be completely overgrown with plants, or the wizard could be trying to help but making it always sunny which means that there is no rain for the harvest, or other stuff like that which seems nice but makes living a whole lot harder. Alright, so rocks, you live of the wizard Alia, and Alia is a wizard who enjoys her let's say playtime and <laughs> uh, the result of that I know <laughs> the result of that is that Alia has uh, retrieved all the water in the realm basically uh, to create water slides which very means good. that the rest of the realm is very very dry so you live in a very very dry realm with at the center a wizard tower with water slides
0: a lot of water slides. And our plan is to go break in and go on the water slides. That depends. <laughs> <laughs> so, the important thing for
1: you to know is that the realm you live in is very, very dry. I want to know what are like your daily activities as an engineer who is also a bit of an acrobat.
0: So, I do a lot of. So, I am technically an engineer. So I, I kind of help tinkering and things. The issue with it is that I'm not like a very good engineer because everything is so little around here. I live with a bunch of halflings and they're all so small and I'm six foot five and so everything is so itty bitty and so I have a hard time working with it a lot of the time. And so I started doing flips and tricks in my spare time. And then got really into drawing because I needed something to do. And I guess it was helpful because I am an engineer. So I can draw the technical plans. But that's not really where my passion is. My passion is really in my acrobatics and my gymnastics. But I can do engineering. I just don't like it. All right.
1: We talked a little bit about your past, about uh, your passion for acrobatics. And your not so much passion for drawing. But I kind of want to know what your daily
0: life looks like what, what, what do you do um, I, have, I have a tendency to wake up really early and I've gotten really good at um, this was actually my first practice with acrobatics uh, was sneaking around the house so that I don't wake everybody else up which sounds like not a big deal until you remember that I am very tall and everyone else is very small so there's a lot of little things that I have to avoid and then I go out and I do uh, my morning tricks and flips and I hang out with Turnip a little bit, Turnip is my companion and also my best friend and also is the one that owes me 15 pennies and if somebody calls on me to help out with some engineering stuff I'll do that, Um, that usually happens but I won't voluntarily work on engineering stuff I've set up kind of a training camp for other kids um, I'm not a kid, I'm I'm a cool young adult, but I've set up a training camp for kids uh, to uh, help train them with their tricks and flips, which is not really what our little town is about, but um, nobody has told me no so far, so I keep doing it. Alright, perfect. So you live in a house with family? Friends? What do you live with? Family, yeah, um, I, my dream was, I, okay, so, this is a fantasy world, so I can't just, like, Google how much it costs to go to Wizard College, um, and 20 pennies is a lot of pennies, and I already had 18 of them, which means that I was obviously pretty close to having enough money to go to Wizard College, um... So that was my goal, and then I gave away 15 of my pennies, and it's been a year, and I should have had them back by now, but obviously not. And yeah, I live with family, um, basically to save money um, so that I can go to wizard college and become a really cool, dope wizard. Basically, I just want a water slide. Long story short, I just want a water slide, and I've decided That that if I become a wizard, I too can have a water slide. Gotcha. And you said you live in a small town? I do, yes. Um, It's a lot of engineering stuff, and there's a lot of farming too. Um, It is a turnip farm, and that is why Turnip's nickname is Turnip, because since from a very young age, he's been helping plant the turnips and work in the turnip fields, and so his nickname has just always been Turnip. Um, And at this point, we've all kind of forgotten what his non-nickname is, Uh, But he seems pretty okay with it. So the engineering is mostly farming-based engineering, like watering crops and things that'll make the farming easier. Yeah, just a little cute, small farming town. All right. All right, it's a
1: day in midwinter, and it's very early morning, and you wake up.
0: Okay, I do cool flips to get out of the house. It's gotten the better I've gotten at acrobatics, the more intense the flips have gotten at this point. It's like, there's no reason why I should be doing this kind of stuff to get out of the house. Like, it's pretty much I could just like, kind of like, carefully step around a lot of it. But I'm doing like, intricate flips to get out because I think I'm so cool! And I would be correct.
1: I assume you do your stuff like having breakfast and stuff like that and then you had to watch the training camp?
0: Yep. I remembered that people eat breakfast and then I go to the <laughs> training camp.
1: Turnip is already at the
0: training camp? Okay, perfect. And Turnip is gonna greet you. Hey, Rooks, how are you? I'm doing pretty cool. You should have seen the flips that I did to get out of the house today. It was iconic, and the fact that nobody saw them is quite criminal. And then I do Next just like. Next time, I'll be there to see, buddy. I give him a cool thumbs up.
1: He gives a thumbs up back.
0: <laughs> Why have I made the worst character?
1: <laughs> it's okay. The beauty of Pitcrawler is that anyone can be an adventurer. <laughs> so what are like preparations you do for the training camp at the start of the day?
0: Um I mostly go through and make sure like there are some like more intricate moving parts to the training camp um so i go through and because i am technically an engineer i just like make sure that they're all functioning correctly um sometimes the really dry weather can like dry them out and i have to like oil them or fiddle with them to get them to work properly so i go through and i do all of that um and then i just do a basic run through of the course make sure it's not too difficult because they are children
1: Alright, so as you're running through the course and Turnip is watching, then uh, the children start to trickle in. I give them all
0: a cool thumbs up and a high five as they walk in.
1: While you're doing the training course?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I forgot I was doing the training course. Perfect.
1: Um, So you're flipping your way through the training course and uh, in the meantime giving a thumbs up as you see the kids.
0: And high fives when possible. That one's important too.
1: (laughs) The kids are very talkative this morning, normally they are kind of in awe of you and are kind of staring at you, but they're
0: only half paying attention to you, they're mostly talking to themselves, to each other. I lean over to Turnip and I'm like, what's the deal? Usually I'm way cooler than this.
1: I don't think it's you, but I think it's something else.
0: I, um, acrobatics my way up to the top of the thing, I have like this little perch at the top of the training course so I can like look down. I can I can have a standing view on the course for all the kids. And I clap loudly and I'm like, what's up, little guys? How is it hanging? What's everyone talking about today? Oh, hi, Rogues. So, so, so what's up today, kiddos? What, how is how, it hanging? It's hanging good. It's the winter holidays. We're free. That's very true. And now you have more time to practice your cool kicks and flips. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad you're excited, buddy. They, like, do a really dope flip down from their post (laughs) and, like, ruffle little Jimmy's hair. Jimmy looks... Everyone cheers. Jimmy looks
1: kind of faux offended that your ruffle is there. (laughs) The kids are now looking at you and kind of waiting for you to start the lesson.
0: Now, I rue am not good at uh said kicks and flips but rocks is fucking amazing at it so they just go ahead and do the thing and I'm not gonna go into detail about it cause um yeah, I don't know fair. what I'm talking about but it's a really dope lesson and everyone loves it
1: I think at some point they're kind of practicing in little groups in duos maybe and turnip is gonna come up to you hey Rox.
0: Yeah, what's up dude
1: You know, since it's the winter holidays. I might have thought of something that could, you know, that money I need to pay you back. Yeah, I think I've got something that we can do to get you that money back.
0: Um, Rox raises an eyebrow and leans back like nonchalantly and is like, gives a gesture that's like, continue.
1: So you know the neighboring realm, right? That dark dome that's next to us. Yeah. So they, yeah, it's like a realm of darkness, sort of. But they have like a festival once a year that is like the festival of light. And that's in the middle of the winter when it's the darkest. And I think there might be something of interest there for us.
0: Is it 15 pennies? Because I'm missing 15 pennies. I think it might be more than 50 pennies, dude. I am so down for more than 15 pennies. Might be enough to get you into wizard school. Oh, we better hope so. That would be dope. I am so down. When do we need to leave?
1: Well, maybe as soon as this class is ended. I think we can. Yeah, maybe you can kick the kids out a little early. They they they're free. They they want to go probably.
0: Yeah. Um. I give a really cool wink, and clap my hands, and I'm like, "All right, kids. Good work. Good flips and or kicks. You've done great. See you later." I Jimmy is gonna be like, but. Isn't the lesson longer normally? I'm giving you a break because it's winter o'clock. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> and Jimmy's gonna tell the other kids, we can go, we can play in the snow.
0: I give them all like a really dope, like, little salute as they leave, and I'm like, good, good job, good job, folks. I'm not actually very good at teaching because I'm really awkward around the kids. But, um, I do my best, and the kids think I'm really cool, which really helps, because obviously I am so cool.
1: All right, Rox, do you need to pack stuff or something? You know those torches you've got they like they're not very excited about them here because it's so 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 fucking dry, and torches are kind of a danger, so I know your, your invention is kind of looking down on, but they could be very rocks. useful in a realm of darkness.
0: Rucks, uh, reaches into their pocket. They actually have a rucksack and they reach into their rucksack and pull out um, two torches, a measuring tape, a box of chalk, like the hand chalk stuff, um, their longbow, and then at the very end they dig through and they pull out a collapsible fishing rod and they're like, bro, I'm so ready.
1: Alright, but do put those torches away because if people see them with you here,
0: you know how people react. They like tap their f- their their head knowingly and are like you're you're so right you're so right ready to go bro absolutely and then they pull out um, a snowboard because it's winter and they start snowboarding away but they're going in the wrong direction because they don't actually know where they're going bro bro you're going in the wrong direction come back I knew that then they go in the right direction (laughs) alright
1: um so turnip is kind of running after you while you're snowboarding. Um, before eventually, they uh, before eventually he finds a wooden board that he can
0: use to snowboard also. Tube house snowboarding down the road, maybe up the road. We don't know. <laughs> Tube house
1: snowboarding on a road. <laughs> As you're going down the road, in the distance you see like a huge black dome and you know that that's that is the realm of darkness you have never gone in you have sometimes seen people go in or out but it doesn't happen very often do you think we need to sneak i don't know man uh we can try i mean it's very dark inside if we're outside maybe they will be blinded by the light if they're looking outside and they're coming from inside
0: um Upon- okay, this is- okay, this is happening. Upon hearing that um, they might need to sneak, uh, Rox gets off their snowboard and because they only have five pocket space inventory slots, they just eat it <laughs> and then keep on going, but walking sneakily this time. Alright. Turnip disposes of the snowboard
1: It doesn't eat it, um, but he does follow in your pace.
0: I don't know why he wouldn't eat it. It's a hasty
1: snack. Come on. Um. So as you arrive closer to the dome, you see that it's like, it seems to be like smooth black glass. There are a couple of like entranceways. They're like extended tunnels that you see coming out of the dome. And there are guards at the
0: entranceway. Um, okay, so rocks is absolutely convinced that they will not be let in. So they are going to try to sneak past one of the guards and are going to get Turnip to do the same.
1: Alright. Uh, there's a queue of a couple of people before the entrance, by the way.
0: Okay. Do they look different? Like, are their clothes and things different? Or do they look exactly the same?
1: Like, from you or from each other? What do you mean? From from us. From, from Turnip and I. They're quite Pale, but other than that, their clothes are pretty normal.
0: Pale, you say? Pale, I say. I have chalk. We can blend chalk. right on in. I would like to powder our faces, please. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can do that. That's not a difficult thing. Okay. To do. Um. And then, uh, h- how long is the line, and how fast is it moving? Does it look like it's gonna be like a fast line, and we might be able to just sneak in with our powdered faces?
1: There are like around five people, it's not that many people, and uh, they have a short conversation with the guards and are then let inside. It's not like super fast moving, it's not like it's a single check and they're done, but also it's not like hours or something.
0: Rox is not gonna get through a single question with the guards, they're awful. Yeah, I'm gonna try the sneak effort, the sneak plan, gonna try to sneak in.
1: Um. So, as a reminder, you can ask as many questions as you like until you're getting in a dangerous situation. Then you have three questions up top and one after each action you take. Okay. So, do you have any
0: questions already, or so there's there's the line of five people and the two guards. Yes. Yes. And all entrances look like that. Yes. Is it snowing? Well, yeah. Is it snowing all the way up to the door? Yeah. Okay, I would like to try to burrow under the snow. All right. Behind the guards and get in. All
1: right. I would say mm. Okay, so for difficulty levels, we have no sweat, simple, tricky, complicated, desperate, ridiculous, inconceivable, almost impossible and actually impossible. Where would you say you would place this without like any aids just like doing that on its own?
0: Um, and I have absolutely I've already checked my inventory. I have absolutely nothing that can help. <laughs> Um I'm tempted to say it's complicated. Yeah, complicated sounds good. Alright.
1: So is there you have both your inventory and your expertises which you could uh use to aid yourself? Is there anything you would argue could help you? It can be a stretch, it doesn't have to be obvious.
0: I would argue that acrobatics, you have to be like pretty quiet for that kind of thing. Cause um like no one's looking for like a loud acrobat. Like it's all like smooth and quiet and calm. Calm mm-hmm. is not the right word. You get it. Um, yeah. So I would argue that the sneakiness needed for acrobatics helps. I agree on that.
1: So that means it goes down by one difficulty, which means it's tricky, which means you need a six. And I would say right. that this is a yeah. I would say it's a feet roll.
0: All right. I got a two, so absolutely it does not work. <laughs> I have realized in retrospect that turnip is the charmer archetype of um, things, so we probably actually could have just gotten inside, but I went this yeah. path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fine. So you're you're burrowing
1: through the snow, and uh, you kind of miscalculate where you have to come up, because that's kind of hard to estimate how... Far exactly. Uh, so you're trying to estimate where you have to come up to come up behind the guards, but you instead you come up exactly in front of a guard. Ah,
0: oh, perfect. Hey, what's what's happening? What's up? Excuse me. Mm-hmm.
1: Where are you coming from?
0: Underground. Where it's- Yeah, I
1: can see that. What were you doing underground?
0: Just hanging out with my pal your pal yeah um I drag turnip up behind me
1: <laughs> so you two were hanging underground that doesn't sound very believable it's nice and dark
0: down there gotta love the darkness it is nice and dark down there just just hang, hanging out in the dark waiting to get to the city of dark really love the dark prove it um I don't have any sunglasses um (laughs) (laughs) um I how do you prove you like the dark um can I okay um I would like to just say I sleep in the dark all the time gotta love it sleep is good sleep is good you're not sleeping though and you're not (laughs) in the dark Well, no, obviously I'm not in the dark, because I came above ground so that I could get back into the city of the dark. So I'm not in the dark right now, because we all have to be out in the light to get into the city.
1: You seem a little bit tense for someone who lives in our realm.
0: But I put on chalk! I don't say that out loud. Oh, you you did do that before? Yeah, we put on chalk and then burrowed, but we importantly put on chalk. Okay.
1: I think I'm gonna roll to see how much that has worn off. (laughs) (laughs) While you were underground. Uh, Highs or lows? Um, highs.
0: It's a free. I'm sorry. Oh, beans! (laughs) Does the- Did the being- Did being in the snow make us cold enough that we're pale?
1: You are shivering a little, but I wouldn't say you're pale.
0: God damn it! Can- Okay, I would like to just be like, Ha, ape. April Fools, and grab turn up and run away to a different entrance. Are you going directly towards a different entrance, or are you like going no, 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 away looping, and looping then looping around? All right, <laughs> just checking. <laughs> and it does um, sound like something I would do. To be fair, you can go ahead, and do what you want. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna loop around to a different entrance, and on our way, powder us again. All right.
1: Yeah, the guard follows you with his eyes for a little bit, but doesn't uh, pursue you. Nice. Um, because he has a job to do. Plan went flawlessly. And that's not... Yeah. <laughs> and that's not chasing after you. <laughs> um, so you arrive at this other entrance. There is one person waiting there, who also looks quite pale. What do you do? Do you have more questions?
0: Do you want to um, do something? N- I would like to... I'm going to turn a turn up and just be like, okay, so... Burrowing doesn't work. We know this now. Don't have to try it again. Yeah. I'm thinking That was a good lesson. I'm thinking Charm our way inside. I personally am very charming. You are? Therefore, I think we can easily get in. Well this was the better plan. Why did you suggest burrowing turnip? Excuse me? <laughs> I'm not even going to answer. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I-, I suggested that, of yeah, course. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 No doubt, no doubt. Um, And I'm going to turn and walk towards the entrance.
1: Turn up, hesitates for a second, and then follows you. Okay, perfect.
0: We wait patiently in line.
1: All right. Um, You don't have to wait long because there was only one person. Um, So the guard was having uh, a conversation with the person for you before you asking why they went outside uh, if they had succeeded in uh, doing what they came to do and um, asking what are they wh- why they were returning now uh, to which they said obviously because of the festival of light we all need to be there and uh, were then let inside uh, so that person is let inside you see there's like a set of double doors which are like um, when the doors open there's like another set of doors further inside so it's like a Oh, like uh, yeah a, yeah a, like an the, airlock thing in yeah. a situation. Yeah. So they are let inside and then the doors close and presumably a bit later the other doors open inside. But you don't know that. So you're first up in line. Oh we have to go separately? Oh this is gonna go so bad.
0: Okay <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. You don't you you, you can go together yeah, if you want. We need to go together because I have a D4 on this, <laughs> it's gonna explode. You don't know that it could explode, but it would need to explode several times, probably, because this is also a bad plan. I'm gonna walk yeah. up to the guard and say, "What's up, dude? Here for the Festival of Lights?" and smile charmingly. Hello? It's yes? not that charming of a smile.
1: What What did you go out for? A friend's birthday. You have friends outside of the realm of darkness.
0: It's a pen pal program run through my school.
1: Oh, interesting. I hadn't heard of that. And did you succeed in what you came to do?
0: Yeah. Really good birthday. wish it had been darker, though.
1: Yes, always. Could always be darker. Uh (laughs) Wait. (laughs) I'm confusing myself because I'm, like, going with the flow, but, like... (laughs) I don't think most commoners would like that it's dark, but it makes sense. I think that the guards would like expect you to like it, <laughs> so I'm just gonna go with this. And this, and, is, this um, is what
0: Rox thinks. They all live in the city of darkness, therefore they yeah, fucking love yeah. the dark.
1: So I think this is a deception check. Okay,
0: is it um, then it's probably face? Right? I
1: believe yes. The charmer can assist with tests of deception, and uh, let me double check what that. In exactly. per scenario,
0: I can pass a face test if it is a 9 or lower. So if it's complicated or less, I can do it. Yes. And I personally think this is at least, this is pro- at most complicated. I'm doing a fantastic job on my own.
1: Yes. Um, I think it would start as a desperate thing, but because uh, you have to chalk, it is put down one level, which means it's uh,
0: complicated, which is a 9. Which means that um, through the help of my good friend Turnip, we just walk right yes. on in. We're we're golden. Yes, he spins some absolute epl- an explanation that makes way more sense and is way more charming than I am. But I do plan on taking all the credit for it.
1: <laughs> uh, oh no, I think I think there's like two things that are at play. I don't think can assist with tests of deception is the same thing as can help you one per scenario by passing a face test of nine or less. They seem to be two different things. Because assistance can also lower the difficulty by one. So you can either choose whether you uh, wanna pass this one or would, wanna roll...
0: I would just like to pass it. Because even if it lowers it yeah. by another one, that's a six. And I have a d4.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Also, because you don't wanna be outside for forever. That's stupid. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Die on my way to get to the adventure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh. So... You and Turnip are led into the the doors that open, and when you get in, uh, the door closes and it's completely dark, and you hear like a sound of steam hissing, Uh, and after that uh, you hear a voice in front of you, come on through, and it seems like the doors have opened. But it's quite dark. I walk confidently forward. Alright, at some point you hear stop.
0: I stop walking confidently forward.
1: Turnip, by the way, is uh, laying a hand on your shoulder and uh, walking calmly behind you. Okay, cool. Uh, But when you stop, uh, Turnip has a kind of slow reaction and kind of (laughs) bumps into you, but then recovers and makes sure he's standing behind you again. So the person, presumably also a guard, was now uh, somewhere near you, who said stop to you. They seem to be on your left side. They call out, do you have any sources of light for the festival? I brought some torches. What's up? That's good. May we see them?
0: Yep. I fumble around hopelessly in my bag, trying to find them just by feel.
1: All right. The guard lights a match and watches, uh, looks at what you've got by match light. And uh, nodding appreciatively, they tell you to go on. Uh, further ahead of you, there are pinpricks of light. It's not completely dark, I would say. It's like between dim and dark, if you want to say it in
0: those terms. Okay. So we can like vaguely see, but not see well.
1: You, you can vaguely see, yeah. Yeah, after you've gone to the second okay. set of doors. Because playing this adventure <laughs> complete darkness <laughs> will be fucking stupid. <laughs> uh... There seems to be like a town further ahead where you see lights coming from. Okay,
0: I I turn to Turnip and I whisper, so um, what exactly are we supposed to be doing here? We've gotten in, but I don't know. What's our next step, bro?
1: So there's a rumor, you know, um, but let's discuss this away from these guards, if that's okay with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: All right, um, I assume you go on your way to the town and then discuss yeah. while you're walking. All right. Uh, so turn up continues, so there's a rumour and the rumour is that there is a different realm, which had a fire mage, was died. And I don't know how it happened, no no one knows, it's a bit of a mystery, but it's said that this wizard's flame is like the source of this wizard's power, well not source because it's, it's mostly in his brain, but like Sort of, yeah, the the thing that always accompanies this wizard. I I don't quite don't quite understand it either. But th- this flame that belongs to this wizard was now that is said to be brought here for the festival, and they need people to guard it. And I thought, well, because we're from outside of here, they could use outside forces who don't have reason to steal it because, like, we we don't live in darkness, so like we don't need it need it as much. So um, yeah, bro, I thought we could like guard it and i have a contact here inside and yeah i think we could help with that and that could be big money in that
0: hell yeah 18 more pennies let's go
1: 18 more pennies maybe even more
0: hell yeah so i follow turn up because he knows where the contact is and i do not
1: yeah so what do you know about this realm me Rue.
0: i know Rooks. oh Well... Turnip is asking it of us. Oh, okay. But uh, you can say what you know. Um, I know that it's a realm of darkness and also, right now, there's a festival of lights happening.
1: Yeah, yeah, so that's like, basically it, but... So, that wizard, right? Do you know why it's dark here?
0: Cuz they like it.
1: Yeah, the wizard does. Like, the wizard apparently loves sleeping. And that's why, yeah, the wizard was like, I want it to be permanently dark so that we can sleep whenever we like. Except, like, the people still need to live and stuff. And they're kind of upset about the darkness because they can fucking grow crops and whatever. It's it's kind of like us with the water. Like, it's fun for the wizard, but it, it sucks for everyone else. And it sounds nice that you can sleep all the time, but there's st- still there's stuff still needs to be done.
0: True, I guess it's hard to do f- cool flips and kicks and have everyone appreciate it if it's dark all the time.
1: Especially the last part, you know? Yeah. But it does mean that they won't
0: see you coming if you do your flips. That is true. Ultimate stealth. Yeah, bro. (laughs) I I hate this pair so much.
1: They're the worst. They're the worst. (laughs) Yeah, so turnip is gonna lead you into the town. And he's gonna lead you to like a bit of a shady pub there. It's all shady here. (laughs) Something about there not being a lot of light so there are some occasional lights out there are people who are walking around with a little light but more often than that it's like there's light inside in places so there's a couple of uh, light from inside the windows and that gives enough light outside that you're not walking in complete darkness so you arrive at this pub which is called slim dims <laughs> that's very bad i love it continue and turn up leads you inside and before he opens the door. He tells you not a word about it until I say it's okay, all right? If I bring it up, it's fine. But like, not a word to the right to the wrong person. Got it. And uh, Turnip opens the door and is greeted by by a person uh, who was standing behind the bar and yells out, hey, Turnip. You know these
0: people?
1: Yeah, bro. I come here more often. <sighs> Did you not know that? No. Wow. I contain multitudes. Ha ha ha! <laughs> turnip yells back, hey, Slim Jim! Slim Jim says, come on in, come on in, what, what have you got with you? What's up? And uh, Turnip is like, oh yeah, this is Rox. And gestures to you to say hi. What's up? Hi, bro. Hi. <laughs> what brought you here? And is also looking at you. I pointed Turnip. <laughs> you look at Turnip? I pointed him. <laughs> Of course, of course, I'm Turnip. And Turnip is going to be like, yeah, actually, I wanted to talk to Slim Shady. I lean over <laughs> to Turnip
0: and I whisper, are they all named Slim? It's a family name. <laughs> I nod wisely.
1: Uh, so Slim Jim's going to be like, yeah, yeah, he'll be here in a bit. Do you want a drink?
0: What you got? What do you want? Water with no ice.
1: You can get... <laughs> You can get ill with no eyes if that's okay with you.
0: <laughs> That'll do just fine. And then wings.
1: Alright, you'll get water. <laughs> and Sim Jim winks back. <laughs> with no oh, eyes. Winks I again. I
0: hate it here.
1: <laughs> so I think turn up the two to a table, and a little while later, Sim Jim comes by with two tankers, and they uh, put them on the table. And they go, like, Water. <laughs> with
0: wings. Thanks wink wink (laughs) they wink again and then walk back to the bar we just have an intricate conversation made only out of winks
1: so now that you sit it down, you can look around the pub a little more. It's quite small, so there's a bar, there's a couple of tables. There are a few other customers who are just, like, talking amongst themselves. With a couple of people seated at the bar and a couple at other tables. So there's, like, chatter going on, but it isn't exactly rowdy or anything. There is a light behind the bar, but it's clearly used to, like, um, be able to make drinks. And the light is, like, also shining into the room behind it, which is presumably the kitchen, because you hear sounds coming from there which make it sound like a kitchen so the light is probably used to like be able to prepare food and prepare drinks so the rest of the place is quite dim there is a staircase it's not a one story building it's probably two stories from as much as you could see outside and that's about it there's other than that other than the kitchen door and the staircase there's only the
0: one door you came in through I Rue don't have anything to say but rocks is a Very annoying, and the worst. So they will probably loudly chatter nothing to turn up. Just, like, absolutely nothingness to turn up um, while they wait. It's all in, like, bro code, and it's absolutely disgusting to listen to. (laughs) Do you drink your water? Yes.
1: It's not water, it's ale.
0: (laughs) I don't like it, but I drink it anyways.
1: Alright, so after a while, a big fellow comes walking down the stairs, and... He walks towards the bar where Slim Jim uh, talks a little bit to, to him and then points towards your table, and the fellow walks your way.
0: I give, like, a weird salute thing that just looks bad. The dude-
1: <laughs> the, It's not a dude bro. The, <laughs> the guy furrows uh, his brows. I'm
0: the only dude bro here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the guy throws his brows and then takes like a, a chair to like be able to sit down, but like not doesn't actually sit down yet.
0: I look at Turnip because he's the one that like knows these people. Turnip nods. I also nod. <laughs> Hi,
1: Slim Shady. Turnip says. I salute again. <laughs> Slim Shady sits down and looks at you questioningly, like, w- "What are you doing?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how dude bros act i don't know how i fell into this trap <laughs> i'm just a little guy i'm sorry Ru.
1: so stim shady is now seated down and is turning towards rocks and he says so what have you heard already there is a
0: festival and you need people to guard the yeah. torch
1: <laughs>
0: what's up we're yeah, right here
1: okay so first off keep your voice down sorry second off <laughs> And he also, like, lowers his voice a bit. Second off, this festival is happening tomorrow night. And the flame is going to be there. It's going to be paraded around town, most likely. It will be brought from here towards the center of the realm, which is where the wizard tower is. And we need people to guard it. That's the short of it.
0: Well, me and my bro here, and I, like, clap to... I almost said tulip, turnip on the shoulder, <laughs> in, a, in a very bro fashion, are absolutely happy to help. It is a paid position, right? Just want to make sure this is a paid position. But I mean, we're happy to help. Yes, okay, cool, absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 we're happy to help.
1: Turnip, when getting slapped on the shoulder, like, cowers a bit, but then straightens himself again. <laughs> So before I can entrust you with like such a big such a big mission, I need to know that I can trust you. I need to know that you're capable of doing
0: this. Oh yeah, 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 I'm totally trustworthy.
1: Yeah, I trust Turnip. But and
0: I'm here with Turnip, I don't know you so yet. obviously I'm trustworthy. Yes,
1: probably, but I need to test okay, it. Okay, fine, whatever. What
0: do you have in mind?
1: All right, so I need you to gather some information about this flame.
0: Talking to people is absolutely what I'm good at. Amazing. (laughs) And this is a lie. Oh, absolutely. Uh, This is a lie on my part. Rocks thinks that they are fucking phenomenal at everything they do. They are.
1: And I think we're gonna end it there. Don't forget to back the crowdfunding campaign for PitCrotter. And you can find us on kofu.com slash Dicepot, on Twitter at rotdpot and on Tumblr at rollofthedicepod.
0: If you're looking for personal stuff, you can follow me on Twitter at Rue H, which is spelled R-O-U-X-L-E-I-G-H-H, or on Bandcamp at Rue spelled the same way.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at TishDasStuff, that is T-I-S-H-dustuff. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: I want water slides. I know you do. <laughs> maybe this was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That's not in the title. <laughs> <laughs> Today's gender is maybe this was a mistake. <sighs> <sighs>